Grace and peace to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Today is Thursday, September 17th, and I am Matt Barrios. As a church, we are in a revisioning series while we are re-examining our church's understanding that transformation happens through truth, community, practice, and all wrapped up in the work of the Holy Spirit. This week, we are focusing on the way transformation happens in community, and we're exploring especially the need to have creative in-person connection while being safe in a pandemic. Today, I get to talk with Dave and Melissa. Hey, you two. Hey. 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 So, uh, yeah, we're going to have a discernment conversation for how to creatively connect in person while honoring the legitimate cautions around safety that are there for all of us. And I'm glad to have these two because they represent different perspectives, perhaps. Uh, Dave, who might tend to be more of a risk taker in life. In life. All of life. <laughs> and Melissa, who might tend to be more cautious. In life. <laughs> <laughs> All of life. Yeah. And so we wanted to have this talk uh, just to give an example of what considerate discernment can look like in dialogue with legitimate tensions around safety and also desire to connect that are there. So that's what we're going to be talking about. So, yeah, first of all, um, you know, this has been a weird time. Like there's like a, a value attention that we're in around being connected in person, connecting, uh, but also like there's legitimate invisible stuff that could get us sick that's mm -hmm. floating around in the air right so um yeah i mean w just for, for maybe for both of you but like what are some of the cautions that you feel about connecting in person what, what do you see there for you i can start i i the cautions i see are um the fact that you could you could want to display your affection your love and you're like, you're like maybe value in life or like the thing that drives you in like hospitality, relational wholeness, um, while also carrying a deadly virus on your person without knowing it. That's super scary and really weird at the same time. Yes. And I think I'm, I'm kind of a germaphobe, so I've always kind of felt like you can always get me sick and I don't want to really want to, I kind of <laughs> like, I like people, but I'm also a germaphobe. Sure. This is like a whole different layer for me because mm -hmm. I, I, part of me is like over it. Like I'm over COVID. COVID is dead to me. Like Zoom <laughs> is dead to me. COVID is dead to me. <laughs> part of me is that way. But part of me is like, no, we have to, you know, we have to be cautious. So mm -hmm. I'm like right in the middle, sure. but I tend to lean more risky in life. So I'm, I'll give, I'll get really close and give someone an elbow bump. Maybe too close. <laughs> How about for you, Melissa? Uh, I also give elbow bumps. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, cool. Just not me. Got it. <laughs> um, I, I would give you an elbow bump. Okay, cool. But I'll hand sanitize after. <laughs> I, I think, what, I mean, yeah, like my, my sense of caution is the same. I think I'm also like, I think of that layer, but then it, it kind of then zooms out also to like, um, you don't even have to be like wanting to give them an elbow bump or a hug. You just have to be in the same space. So like, hmm. I, oh, you know, I, in like for my in my brain, I I went to Target with this friend, and we were wandering the aisles together for a while. And then this didn't happen, but like this is what my brain plays out. Mm. And then a week later, they're like, "Oh, I tested positive for COVID. That's enough for me. Now I have COVID, and everyone I've ever seen or known uh, probably yeah. had." So it it doesn't even require the like relational aspect. It's l literally just the space. It's being in any form, like close to or connected to or like within reach of someone you're you could expose them or you could be exposed to them and yeah. does that so <laughs> does that that plays out in your brain because mm -hmm. that doesn't ever play out in my brain this is fascinating to me so you think about that everywhere 
Um, I'm, I'm sure other, a lot of people do. I yeah. just when I I mean I think in the very beginning, yes, like March 25th, I was like in the grocery store, like dear lord, if like if you've ever stepped in for me, step in for me here, like hamster ball of protection. <laughs> um, now I think I'm a lot. I'm, a lot of it's normalized. We've kind of yeah. learned or figured out, like yeah, you're probably safe going to the grocery store. You're probably safe going to Target. You're probably safe going to a park and like having friends who sit a reasonable distance and wearing masks. And so as time has gone on and we've like kind of slowly stretched mm. our comfort levels, so have I, mm-hmm. but I, I do think of those things. And as soon as I go home from the park or as soon as I get home from target, I do have like a little, like, um, like countdown in my brain of two weeks from that. Like, well, if I'm still healthy in two weeks, then we're good. But it, I have mm. to like wait that time to make sure that that exposure is like clear. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And you know, I think you're speaking to something most of that probably all of us have felt, which is like, chronologically how this has played out for us. Mm-hmm. So like when, when first, like we're hearing about COVID-19 and coronavirus and which do I call it? Are they the same thing? Like, it's like, these are the sort of questions that we had originally when it's just like this, this mysterious virus, how does it function? Whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to become afraid of literally everything mm-hmm. at that point when it's, uh, it, it's the boogeyman more or less. Right. Yeah. And as we've been able to learn a little bit more about it and uh, get some more bearing on it. And also, you know, flatten the curve in San Francisco, like, thank God, like um, we have maybe been able to branch out in a little bit more comfort Mm -hmm. as the normalizing of Mm -hmm. hygiene, wearing masks, masks, whatever, like collectively as a city, for the most part, people are relatively on the same page with that. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I think it's just helpful to hear you even say like, we've all been in a story mm-hmm. of our comfort levels as we're learning about this mm-hmm. and adapting to, adapting to kind of normal care sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Dave, how, how have you seen that play out for you? Or, and, and like, what, what do you watch as like your com- comfort level shifts over time and, and all of that? Yeah, I think, well, I think that COVID could be like a microcosm of a lot of th- a lot of ways that we navigate life in community with comfort levels. Like there's some people that are really close talkers just in normal life. This is yeah. pre COVID. Yeah. And I'm like, this is way beyond my comfort level. You just need to back up. I smell your breath. I'm feeling it. I just am not about it. Yeah. And sorry, then, Dave. I didn't mean to. Yeah. And then some people are a little cold and distant and they don't like ever really tell you how they feel and they're your mm-hmm. friend, but they never really tell you how they feel. They're, they, they actually always relate a little aloofly. And that's way too distant for me. I'm like, no, I need to know how you feel like sure. about things. Mm-hmm. So I think we're always in a community navigating that. I think COVID just adds a layer to it that is like insidious in that it's a deadly disease and you don't know if you have it. And so it's like managing levels of comfort. I have always been like, personally, I've always been like super cool with like, hey, I I kind of tend on like, at the beginning when we're shutting everything, I'm like, we can't shut down. The, I was the, the guy that don't shut anything down. And then what shifted for me was like the vulnerable, like you, yeah. we, you, the, this can spread and get to your mom who has cancer mm-hmm. or your elderly yeah. and the vulnerable people. And then that was like more of the Christian ethic kicked mm-hmm. in. I'm like, I'm doing this for the sake of the vulnerable. I'll do it till the cows come. I'll just do it forever yes. till Jesus comes back or whatever. I don't know what's, who's <laughs> first, Jesus or the cows. But either way, like I'm doing it right. But yeah. I'm always way more comfortable with like, yeah, I'm just way more I don't really, I think I'm comfortable with pretty much everything. At the beginning, I was like, I was like, it was novel and cool. Now I'm over it, but I'm still, I'm still. still Yeah. As time goes on more, I'm just like, 
I've just, and Dave, I think you, you preached on Sunday about the joy of looking at somebody in the face. Oh my gosh. Because you're with them, right? Yeah, I miss that so much. Seriously. And, you know, that really spoke to me, like, uh, as we're, like, watching the YouTube premiere at home, me and Lindsay, like, and I'm, I'm just, like, watching this, and I'm like, this rings so true. Like, this need for us to be able to, like, see each other in person, be happy to see one another. And uh, one thing that, like, came to mind for me is, like, you know how some sometimes when people laugh really hard, you don't hear it, you feel it in your chest. Oh, yeah. It just, like, vibrates in your yeah. chest. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Zoom can't capture that. You know what I mean? No, everyone's muted at Zoom. You can't hear laughs. Ever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, like, there, there's just, like, hope for, like, connection in person. How has yeah. that developed for either of you? Um, like, as time has gone gone on, like, this hope for connection in person and the kind of, like, shift in scale between caution and hope for connection. Yeah. I mean, I, I also, like, have those deep misses. And um, I think what's doubly hard for me is, I, um, like, I'll, I'll start the Enneagram conversation, but, like, so <laughs> I'm a six. So I, I feel like COVID was, like, tailor-made to ruin me. Oh, no. It's like, yeah. It's like whoever created this was like, you know, that girl, Melissa, we can really ruin her whole life. Oh, because if you pin stability against relationship for me, those, oh, no. are, those are, like, my two my highest value my two highest values and they just like now explode in each other's faces so like the people that I feel connected to and loyal to whose like faces I need to see and belly laughs I need to feel to like keep me thriving or joyful or hopeful or connected to reality have been removed because their their safety my safety their stability my safety stability relies on that literal physical space Mm -hmm. so I'm like if there was like a line for like who wants to get connective, like I'd be at the first one in it. Just yeah. like I, ha- I haven't hugged people in months. Like, yeah. oh man, you know, like yeah. there's a real miss and a real relational connection that like I, I deeply miss. Need desire. Haven't seen my family in six months. Like, have you know, like there's so yeah. much loss for me in that too. Wow. And I have to like weigh out what's more important to me for this specific space to keep you safe, to honor like what we're being asked to do to keep people safe, or the reality that like I need this connection or I will not survive this mm-hmm. X amount more time locked yeah. in my house. So yes, that need is like deeply real and like those interests are combating. And so I'm like kind of always like managing, like being deeply uh, like tormented between those two things because every decision I make, I have to like pin my two highest values against each other hmm. and decide which Man. one is going to like, went out here. So, okay, like you person I really love and have really missed and really need to see, I'm going to see you. And, and the whole time I'm with you, like, I'm going to be like, okay, like don't touch anything, sanitize your hands, wear your mask, no back up a little bit. Two weeks starts now. Like, but I got to see you and like, that was so good. And so life giving yeah. and I needed that so badly, but I now have all the other like precautions yeah. things happening in my brain or no, I won't see you, but I'm safe. And I'll have to think about all that. I love how this is, I mean, I, I don't think that way, so I so appreciate that you say this. I think this is good to bring to light because this is, I think, I was trying to click into this a bit on, on Sunday's teaching, that this is the opportunity to actually prefer one another, like we're told to do. Meaning, prefer like the way that you think through things. Like, mm-hmm. we can, hey, I can hang out with someone. And we had, we had gone on a, a mm-hmm. walk, and I'm sure from that moment, you're like, okay, that was <laughs> two weeks from that moment. Yes, I, because you had just flown in too from somewhere. Yeah, I and I was like, he was on somewhere. an airplane. <laughs> like an airplane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All that stuff. I wore two masks. <laughs> you did? Awesome. <laughs> you didn't wear gloves, though. I didn't wear gloves. Um, but 
but it's oh, what I'm saying is helpful for me to know that you kind of have that in the back of your head. As I leave, I'm like, oh, that was super. I think I was a. I, I loved seeing her. I loved talking with her. I love. I think it was helpful in something, and that was really good. And I didn't think about anything else. And then you're 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 carrying some other stuff, and it's important. My call as a follower of Jesus to live in community. I have to um, care about the needs of others more than I care about my own needs. Mm-hmm. And so, in COVID community, that would look like: How do you show up to a gathering and then leave a gathering? And what do you emotionally carry? I need to carry that with you because that's what Christian community is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really appreciate that both of you are talking about almost like the internal world dynamics that go on with all of this mm-hmm. because. Uh, I mean, we all carry it. We we have a way that we're thinking about it, a way that we're feeling about it, things that we believe that we need and so on, things that are core to us, right? And um, yeah, and so uh, Dave, well, like we got to hear a little bit about uh, Melissa's sort of internal world as it pertains to like some of the safety, caution, mm-hmm. concern, that sort of stuff, uh, as well as like a, a real desire to connect with people and a need for that, right? What's going on internally for you? I typically just want people clean. That's like, <laughs> I want <them> too. <laughs> that's literally, that's the only thing I think about. And I don't think about anything else. So Nothing for me, okay, so this is a funny story. Tim Chaddock, who's our uh, fellow pastor in London, actually just moved from London, but he came over for, we had this retreat called Reality DNA and it got canceled last minute because of COVID. But he flew in, he flew to my house. He flew from a hotspot, London, and he flew into my house. So I set up, a makeshift contagion quarantine thing in my garage, <laughs> like come through my garage. You have to completely strip down in my garage and then you walk in and then you throw your clothes right into the, into the washing machine. And here's the bleach that you have to use. And oh you need to jump in the shower and you need to have clean clothes that you had washed at home and then put those on like this whole thing. And he was so offended uh, at a yeah. certain level. He was offended. He said, sure. dude, that was, I'm like, you're coming into my house, but when you come upstairs, I'm going to have the best meal for you. So ready mm-hmm. for you. Greek meal, wine, <laughs> you, it's gonna, you're going to enjoy it, but just got to go through this first. So I think the way I think about it is just like do your part. Everyone do their part. Mm-hmm. If Control what you can control, and then let's party. That's usually my, yeah. like, do <laughs> sure. this, just wash and sanitize and then wear a mask, and then let's just, let's just party. Mm-hmm. So I, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I, I don't really carry it emotionally. I just like, can you just be clean, and then we just have fun. <laughs> yeah, so there's like almost kind of like a planning. I'll put you through the gauntlet for it a little bit, yeah. and then there's a prize at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. it'll, like, let's motivate it. Let's incentivize totally. all of that. I think that's actually pretty smart. And if I was a governor, I would do that. I would like, hey, listen, there's a party at the end of this thing, guys. We're all going to party. Pizza party. It's Every- a, everyone free pizza. It's- Yo, yeah, perfect. Newsom should call me. Ice cream Sundays. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Dave, as pastor of our church, you could call for that. I would, I would oh. be all about the church-wide party to celebrate the cure. Or if we like all got tested and then showed up to a party. Oh my God. Wait, don't, no, no, don't like, edit that out. That's funny. <laughs> but we won't, okay, let it be, let it be stricken Wait, from the record. This won't happen. Creativity, right? I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to be, I'm just spitballing. Well, uh, no, seriously, and, and actually, I mean, you're, you're getting right into my next question, which is like creativity in this, right? Like, because it's going to require quite a bit of creativity for us to thread the needle that is connecting in person while being safe, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, creative things that you're doing, that you've heard of people doing, what's out there? What, what are you seeing for creative possibilities? I tend to be more on the, because I'm more of the risky side, my, our thing is um, for our community out, outside, um, we kind of 
outside masks mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, until we're eating mm-hmm. and then we kind of distance ourselves and we try to meet as often as we can which right now is like every other week um on a sunday and that's kind of how we've done it and we've kind of kept it small and then you know updates through text and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then um and then yeah so that's kind of what we've what we've done and for us, we're like, we just want to see each other. Zoom kind of, we kind of burned out on Zoom pretty quick as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to like, we've done maybe f- six or seven in the last few months meetings. And then now we're, we're doing it regularly now. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to get creative around distance. Obviously, if people travel, they always take a break. Like we just traveled, we're going to sit out a week or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, things like that. We're all, we're kind of self governing that way. But mm-hmm. two medical workers, people in the medical field in our community. So um, how do you I, give us some guidance? I appreciate the uh, kind of like the wisdom in uh, like in your group, like that you're tapping into. Like we've got two medical people in our group who are like asking their perspective on this, you yeah. know, like, and, and I think that's a really helpful thing to tap into wisdom yeah. uh, to kind of give some parameters to our creativity. So yeah. we're not just like, you know, burning man on the beach, thousand people <laughs> yeah. uh, thing that happened in San Francisco a couple weeks ago. And instead more of like a, Let's be wise yeah. and let's be creative. Yeah, so. and let's meet. Because I think for our group, we're like all so struggling so much of not the not meeting. Mm-hmm. And we just like, we can't, a lot of the sentiment is we can't do this anymore. We have to see each other. That sort of sentiment. Yeah. And we have some very cautious people in the group. So we're right. trying to balance those two, those tensions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as like even though it is now like lawful in San Francisco, like to meet up to a certain number of people and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, and within those safety guidelines, it is also, uh, you know, there's going to be people who are just still like, I'm going to be more cautious than the law allows Mm -hmm. at the same time, because everybody has their own reasons that are very legitimate, right? Like I'm taking care of a person with autoimmune disorder. I, I, I have personal anxiety things like whatever it might be. Like, there can be so many legitimate reasons. And one of the things that I would hope that our church knows in all this is uh, people's cautions. It's important to treat them as legitimate yeah. in this conversation, not yeah. as like, come on, what are you thinking? But as yeah. like, no, there's a, there's a cause to your caution yeah. and we got to respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, I, along with like managing those, the tensions of like relational a desire for relational connection and, anxiety and like all those things mm-hmm. there is also just like i also carry the weight of being like the party pooper uh, and yeah. like that sucks when Seriously. when you are like a part of a group or you're or you're even like you just have like a few friends who you like you're gonna go and eat a lunch at the park and everyone kind of finds themselves you know distant but their masks are off because we're eating and you're feeling uncomfortable but you don't want to have to ask your friends to put their masks on you don't, you don't want to offend them like And so like, and you don't want to be made to be the one who's like, oh, fine, you know? And so you're kind of constantly compromising your own safety or like preference, how you would feel because you don't want to damper or dampen what's happening. Mm -hmm. And then if you do, and it's like, that's like a real, I'm very aware of like not wanting to be the one who's like, sorry to like ruin your fun, your relational connection, but I feel unsafe. Like, you know, it's, that's like a hard, you don't want to be that that, either. Especially for you, Melissa, as a person who highly highly values Mm -hmm. being i mean you're a life of the party type of person who brings the energy and connection (laughs) you know i bless you to know that you're a life of the party person but it's been a long time i forgot (laughs) (laughs) totally totally like that's the sort of energy that you bring to a place and connection right and so to end up having to also be 
the person who's just like, I really don't want to have to ask that person to wear their mask or I really, you know, and, and I think there is, um, I don't know. Yeah. Like we've, we got to make those requests of people, but I think it's also really good for all of us to be very mindful of what sort of position do we put others in, you know, to be the ones who are, uh, I don't know, speaking up for things. So recently I, I went to a little house, uh, like dinner in the backyard and, and some people were kind of like, like doing the introductory side hug. And I was just like, I don't feel comfortable with this, but Oh, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening to me right now. Like I, and, uh, and it was just like, I I just didn't like being put on the spot in that situation. And, um, and of course I could have, if I had a greater wherewithal, I would have said, Hey, sorry, I'm, you know, hoping to see my parents in you know, a couple of weeks and got to be very, very safe for them, whatever. But sometimes it just happens in the moment you don't realize. So like, I feel like something about the, the, uh, the wherewithal to, uh, or not the wherewithal, the, uh, the kind of baseline givens of yeah. safety can be really helpful for our community. Like, so what are some of like the baseline givens that you would think are important for us to, uh, like if you were, if we were like defining the play playground for uh, communal connection, like what are the, the boundaries yeah. for that in your mind? I would start with um, what are, what is like the, the, the least amount you're comfortable with or something as a group. So you set a baseline for like, mm. So one person in the group is not comfortable to meet at all. Okay, so we know that now. And then another person in the group like is comfortable to meet, but we have to keep the masks on. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. So then we, you could probably have to build community around the people that are the, 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 the ones that are like a little bit lower than possibly the law. Does that make sense? And then mm-hmm. you probably have people that are like, I don't really do the law. I just do like, I'm party. I'm at Burning Man. Yeah. Like that person probably needs like, you need to come in this way a little bit yeah, because yeah. we are in a pandemic mm-hmm. and we are followers of Jesus and we need to prefer the vulnerable among us. So let's just move a little bit this way. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that. I think that's, sounds like marriage. It sounds like commitment. It sounds like any relationship you're in. Like yeah. you're, you're compromising and moving towards the center. Mm-hmm. Yes. How do you do that? I think that you start there and then you kind of work around that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're not going to stay on Zoom. Yeah. So you can join Zoom, but we can't all stay on Zoom. And we're not going to hug and wear no masks and eat takeout together in my house. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we're moving away from that. And we're going to kind of meet in the middle mm-hmm. where we're safe, but we're also in community. Yeah. I think I think that would be, that's how I would probably do that's start the That's a helpful way to do it is like just have the open dialogue yeah. uh, amongst the that crew of people that you're connecting with. Like uh, it takes me back to the the old like saying like, when you're hiking, you can only go as fast as the slowest yeah. person, right? Yeah. Like, and I don't want to cast cautious people as the slowest people, but like, just like the idea that we, we got to fit within the limits, uh, yeah. that allow for including, you know, so yeah. nobody gets left, be- left behind. Right. Yeah. yeah. And also like, so no one is so far ahead that they're like, in some ways, I think like right. you're providing wisdom for the people who are like at burning man, no mask, like there's yeah. wisdom in, in what's happening here. Like, like you said, San Francisco's flat in the curve. Like I think there's reason for that. And I think it's both, both extremes stand to gain from being challenged on what's kept them on the extreme. I think I would add one other layer I would add is the, um, the kind of the way that sometimes we banter shamefully one another. Yeah. Like we could, we Mm -hmm. can just like, Oh my gosh, that person, you know, so-and-so is a super cautious one or the slow one in the group or Mm -hmm. so-and-so who's like, wants to kiss everyone in the face. Like (laughs) licking licking light poles. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like what, what, and we can have a way where you, it depends on the personality. Some people are like, really like, I don't care what people think. 
And other people are like, I really care what this group thinks. And when you say that, I feel like I don't feel like a part. We just have to be mindful of how we communicate. I'm yes. all about like throwing everything on the table and I'm, I love banter, but it has to be, it has to be at a place where there's edification in the group mm-hmm. and it's not devolving and name calling and like accusing and get, mm-hmm. that just is not at all Christian community. Christian yeah. community like edifies and builds up and prefers. If you think about it, it's all what we want mm-hmm. in life. And I think there's a possibility here to do that. If, if we work. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I, I mean, think, I think you're bringing up like a, an important place for us to really cap things off, which is, us as followers of Jesus, right? Like we're, we're people of the book. We're looking to the scriptures for wisdom. What is some of the wisdom from the Bible and kind of some of its teaching that you're seeing here uh, that can even like give us cues for how to engage this conversation, how to connect? What are some of those things that you're seeing scripturally? I say for me, the passage we went through in Romans 12, if we just like gave our, I've read that so many times in our church, like, Every time I read it, I think this should be the mantra of our church because it's, everything is, is right there laid out. Um, loving one another, preferring one another, um, um, not retaliating, um, practicing hospitality. It's like all, it's all there. I think yeah. that is like the groundwork of like Christian community. Mm-hmm. I think other po- points of, of wisdom is like um, balancing the two things of like preferring one another and like the d- deep desire for communal connection and how God made us relationally, Mm -hmm. how we balance those two tensions right now Mm -hmm. um, and using wisdom to do it. I just think asking God for wisdom, like someone opening up the time and saying, God, give us wisdom. We Mm -hmm. really want to be together. We want to meet. We want to see each other. We want joy to start being rebuilt in us, joy capacity. Give us wisdom, God. I think that can go a long way, just asking God for wisdom. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Melissa, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. um, Like kind of half jokingly I've never had such an appreciation for like purification laws in Leviticus oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I love this it. totally makes sense it makes like, sense yeah. when there's pestilence in the land yeah. you're thanking God for purification laws yeah I'm like, I well, don't that's so, I didn't even think about that it's so I, good all of a sudden I understand leprosy like totally differently yeah, like, yeah. so um, I don't know if that really it gives any wisdom but it just was like kind of a light bulb moment for me of like wow this is real. God like knew what he was doing. Yeah, it's so smart. Um, but apart from that, I... Like, I can see someone in your group saying, yes, Melissa, but gospel. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Old Testament. That's the Old Testament. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> um, not that the gospel's not real. It's real. It I'm is. saying that's what people like dismiss that. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there are definitely good counterpoints, but I just, I have a new appreciation for uh, Levitical cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Um but I really think what has come up for me a few times has been um, slow to speak, quick to listen. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think it's really easy because all, for all of us, what, whatever we fall on the spectrum, it's tied to a value, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, the people who like really want to be connecting, it's not just like, well, I'm sure for some of them it's I'm bored and I need something to do. But I think for those of us who follow Jesus, like there is a real like communal, relational, connective piece that like our soul is crying out for. And so yeah. it's really easy for us to like get really impassioned about that and just like, like, no, this is what I'm about, who I'm about. And I need to like push into this. And then I think for those of us who are more on the cautious side, like it's about being protective, protecting the vulnerable. And it's like becomes it like, and so when we, when we feel so deeply, when we take it and make it so like fiery in a sense, it's really hard to listen and not just like listen 
because like, oh, I'm giving you the chance to speak what you want to say, but to like really try to empath- like step into what you're experiencing and even be willing to be shaped by it. Mm-hmm. And then to like, af- only after kind of like being willing to listen, then sharing mm-hmm. and expecting you'll do the same for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's a really good point. I'm just thinking if, if a person's slow to speak in, uh, yes, slow to speak, quick to listen, by the time that like after they have listened, it might change utterly what they would say would have said before right Mm -hmm. and if we're really willing to take it in and perspective take Mm -hmm. like you're describing so i think that's really helpful um you know one principle that i think is just wise and good and i'm so grateful to follow jesus so he taught me this is just the idea of out outdoing one another and showing honor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think we um yeah like we we in the united states we don't necessarily live in an honor culture uh, we mostly think of things in terms of individual success or, you know, these kinds of things. But what does it look like to, to like be invested, you know, for me right, right now to be invested in your honor and your honor. Yeah. Right. Um, and to outdo, like, that's my competition with you is like, I'm going to honor you harder than you're going to honor me. You know, like mm-hmm. that's the competition. And I think if that is brought into the dialogue with the group of, um, what, if we're creatively connecting in person, what if that is an expression of outdoing one another and showing honor? Mm-hmm. And um, I think those are helpful, like wisdom principle guideposts to to guide uh, guide like how that would even look, right? Yeah. So um, th- there's some more thoughts, like biblical wisdom wise. Yeah. Um, as we're wrapping up, just you know, final thoughts, like. Uh, if if you had just something that you wanted to tell our church, like, hey, here's what I'd hope that you'd know as you're you're walking through this as a community, um, you know, what are, what are your closing thoughts? I go. Um, I would say I, I'll like speak directly to like my brothers and sisters in the in the the six anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I wear my pool floaties in the kiddie pool. People, <laughs> I got. I'm with you. Um, I think my challenge in this season has like really been to not to really hold true. Like I, we've not been called to a spirit of fear, Hmm. um, but called to a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. And I, I really like cling to that, that like, um, even when my two week countdown starts, even when I'm like uncomfortable in a group situation that my, like I kind of, whether literally or like in my mind, like get on my knees and say like, God, like you are Lord over heaven, earth, and coronavirus, mm-hmm. and my body. And if if you, like, and I, I trust you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be wise. I'm not going to be stupid, but I'm going to just believe that for every ounce of everything I can't control, you do. Yeah. And and I'm going to walk in that. And and it enables me to then walk in love to other, with others, to others. Mm-hmm. And so I would just, yeah, encourage those of us who are more conservative, who it is uncomfortable, like where we are feeling like pushed out of our comfort zone, to some degree, that's okay. Like to some degree, it's good to be pushed out of our comfort zone and like to cling to wisdom and to like hold true to what you believe like God is putting on your heart to do and the boundaries he's setting for you and your community, but also to like be empowered to know that like you could do everything right and mm-hmm. show up for your bi-monthly corona test tomorrow and test positive. And God is still in control and mm-hmm. still good and still will take care of you and will still provide everything you need and like that like that might be your worst case scenario and God is still on the throne and like still doing what he's doing. So Mm. I'm not going to live in fear of that. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be wise. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. 
I'm going to share my concerns when I have them. And I'm going to trust that like God is ultimately like, like he's the boss. That's good. So I'm going to show Thanks, up. Melissa. Yeah, I would just say, in the words of the Apostle John, little children love one another. That's what I would say. Like, just love each other. What a mic drop moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Melissa. And uh, yeah, thanks, church, as you're listening to this. Bless you. We hope this encourages you and, you know, gives maybe some, some helpful questions or conversation uh, prompts to have. Um, in your back pocket as you're talking to your communities about how to creatively yet safely and with high consideration love outdoing one another and showing honor connecting in person so love and blessing to you thanks for listening